Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, John Moxley was concussed on AEW Dynamite. We've got the latest. Another top star leaves AEW Dynamite on crutches. This one has spoilers, so you can skip it, but AEW has started a feud with real-life heat. And a former WWE World Champion's contract is up early next year. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, John Moxley, we don't usually do these news videos where it's like thing happens on show, but a thing happened on show that everyone's talking about and rightly concerned about. Yes, a Grand Slam spoilers coming up, everyone. Yeah, I mean, that. yeah. If yeah. you don't want to know what happened at Grand Slam, go and watch it, then come back and watch this news. We've got spoilers for Rampage in the third story. That's why we kind of mm-hmm. go over that side. But yes, last night, John Moxley concussed uh, during, it was actually before his match with Ray Phoenix. I'll go over this. A lot of people thought it was from the pile driver, the first one. It wasn't, it was actually earlier. Mm. So he wrestled a whole match with a concussion, Jeez. which, you know, raises questions. But um, yeah, last night there was a shock. It was a really surprising title change outside of the circumstances. Ray Phoenix beat John Moxley and became the AEW International Champion. If you watched it live, you saw the finish. It was two sit-out pal drivers in a row. The first one, it's the Rikishi driver, the Phoenix driver yeah. thing that, that Ray does. The first one, Rick Knox, one, two, pulls out of counting three despite John Moxley not kicking out mm-hmm. or pushing his shoulder up. At this point, you see John Moxley muttering something to Rick Knox. They hit the move again. Ray gets the one, two, three. He's mm-hmm. won the title. He's won the match. But that's not the real story here. That's yeah. the concussion. Dave Meltzer reported afterwards uh, that John Moxley had suffered a mild concussion uh, in the process of this whole thing. Pro Wrestling Torch have confirmed that the concussion exists, uh, stating that it actually happened during the pre-match brawl, yeah. uh, which would mean that Moxley wrestled the entire match concussed. Um, if you saw it on television, you'd have seen they did a move on the outside. It was on the outside, yeah, mm-hmm. of course it yeah. was. Uh, and and Moxley was like, he looked like he'd been wiped out, right? And the commentators were like, oh my, hey, they've rung his bell. You can tell, blah blah blah. But He's really if, struggling, did it? But I thought it was just really good selling. Yeah. Because then he got into the match and he was holding it together, and I was like, oh, okay, he was clearly just selling there. But there was a couple moments here and there, and then this stuff comes out towards the end, and then we have the finish which was really disruptive, uh, unfortunately. Uh, PW Torch note uh, that Moxley knew something was wrong later in the match, so he called an audible on the finish. Presumably that means Phoenix was meant to go over, I I imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Moxley called the audible and that's why it worked out the way it did. It's noted that Rick Knox was unsure of the actual finish and that's why he didn't count the three after the first pile driver. So 
there you go. I believe it's an honest mistake on Rick Knox's behalf. Yes, exactly. Um, not counting the free, that is. Now, despite the concussion, Moxley isn't expected to miss much, if any, ring time at all. Uh, Fightful Select, meanwhile, have noted the, they've confirmed the altered finish, uh, adding that Moxley left ringside of his own volition. He left on his own. He, he was checked over afterwards and said he was okay, but obviously the person who's just suffered a mild concussion is not the one who gets to decide yes. if he's okay or not. He might have been feeling okay, however. So yeah, I mean, it's worrying stuff when, when concussions and stuff are involved. You look at the, obviously the situations might not be even remotely similar because these things are really variable, but you look at the impact concussions had on Adam Cole's career yes. over the past year or so, and we'll talk about Adam Cole in a little bit. Um, yeah, it sucks. I, I hope Mox is okay. I hope he overcomes this relatively quickly. The way it played out on television was really clunky and awkward. And yes, absolutely we should ask questions about safety. Yeah. Uh, and an, allowing perhaps a man who's concussed before the bell to, to participate in a full match. Um, there's a duty of care there, I think. It happened. Uh, and we just hope John's okay. Yeah, scary stuff this. Yeah, we all have probably seen the, the sort of slow motion Rikishi driver uh, being shared all over social media. Like you say, I assumed that was where he got concussed. Um, but no, the, that's not the case. It happened earlier on in the match, which is uh, even scarier, arguably, like you say. Um, but the most important thing here is, is John Moxley gets well soon and, and takes the appropriate time away to recover from it. Mm -hmm. Concussion protocols and what have you. Um, if you're sort of the sort of person who goes after this and says, oh, what a botch, you're a bellend. Um, yeah. it's, it's an accident. These things happen. And yeah, the, the, the botched pinfall from Rick Knox, I'm not going to complain about at all because yeah. it, you, you, it's difficult in these sort of situations. to. to it's very and packed. Uh, after yeah. Ash Stadium, it's difficult to know what's going on. Look, the the scariest thing for me, other than seeing that re re replay of the Rikishi the pile driver, was the bit where Phoenix is celebrating, and I was like, John Moxley hasn't moved. Yeah, and Doc Samson's in there, and what have you. It was a relief to read the was it Fightful Select report uh, saying about he, 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 yeah, he left, he left he yeah. left under his own yeah. power. That's always a slightly more reassuring sign, but yeah, just get well soon. Um, and uh, we'll keep you updated as, on John Moxie's situation going forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, yeah, thinking about the whole situation, because there's going to be a lot of discussion on. Annoyingly, right, today's discourse is going to be people making fun of Tony Khan dancing with Daniel Garcia, and then there's going to be conversation on this. Like, one is going to blow out the other, and it's going to be weird. Um, but thinking about this, I mean, there's a chance that Rick Knox didn't know that Moxley was concussed, like, that early. Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't know until towards the end. Like, if the, if the finish wasn't communicated to him, then perhaps, like, he didn't know the situation. That I'm not saying that that's definitely the case. I'm just offering yeah. up potential scenarios here. So, yeah, best of luck. Uh, let us know what you thought of Grand Slam in general down below. But I thought it was a magnificent show. Yeah, really good. Aside from this kind of dark moment, of course. Uh, but, yeah, let us know down below. Simon Miller, ups and downs later on. Indeed. Uh, but that's not the only depressing news coming out of AW Dynamite Grand Slam. Second black cloud over the show. There's a top star was taken to hospital following Grand Slam, and he didn't even wrestle. Yeah. Adam Cole uh, went to hospital uh, and uh, ended the night walking out on crutches, apparently, according to Fightful Select, after injuring himself during a run-in 
Although it wasn't like he did loads of interference, he just ran down to cheer on his best friend and my best friend, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, in the main event against Samoa Joe for the AEW World title. I saw some speculation, I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, as to whether he injured himself jumping down from the entrance ramp to the floor to it run around. Like that, he was limping yeah. immediately after that, wasn't he? Um, no word on the extent of Cole's injury, how long he's going to be out. As Andy mentioned with the John Moxley story, Cole's had a rough time with injuries in AEW. I hope he's just tweaked his knee or something and it was just a precaution to, to get him checked over and, and take the weight off his, his knee because it's the best thing that AEW's got right now, MJF and Adam Cole's story. Another freak accident. Uh, like here, he literally sprinted down to the ring, was completely fine, hopped off the... What do you call it? The ramp yeah. onto the floor, and he was immediately limping. So he's clearly, well, unless unless he's just really good at faking it while he's running, uh, he clearly hurt himself on that. Yes, that is speculative, but you know. Yeah, you know. he was in obvious pain backstage, I should say, according yeah. to Fightful Select. And he was hobbling around when he was doing all of his spots in the match and after the match and stuff. So, uh, yeah, the poor guy. Uh, he had lots of concussion problems last year and into this year where he thought he wasn't going to wrestle again. We saw those in his vignettes where he was just torn apart by this. Um, obviously, a knee injury isn't related to a concussion, mm -hmm. but they're completely different body parts. But so a lot of stuff you can do to your knee, isn't there? Yeah, hundred percent. But like that being said, right? If this isn't a long-term injury, if this is just like I don't know, like he sprained his knee or something, right? If it's something like that, and he only needs to miss like three or four weeks. How much fun stuff could they do oh. with him and Roddy? Like, how much parallel nonsense could they do there? Hospital beds next to each other. Neck strong and knee strong, baby. <laughs> that could be awesome. But obviously, best wishes to Mr. Cole. Uh, I hope he's not out for long. I hope it's not like something like an ACL or something yeah, awful. Yeah, I uh, hope he's okay. Yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it, there? And... Uh... Yeah, I, I won't say what happened, the result of the main event, but I thought it was absolutely sensational and you should go and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll talk about it on the What Culture Wrestling podcast a little bit later on today, which is now available as, well, soon will be available as a video. Go and subscribe to the channel What Culture Wrestling podcast on YouTube. Biggest podcast in the world. It's getting bigger. It's what? actually, we, we, we're trying to get the biggest podcast on Mars now. <sighs> Those Martians, they, they're... They're popping for the pod. They're big on, big on Acast. Tell what me one other podcast that's on Mars. <laughs> Not even NASA. Idiots. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, right, this this one. Okay, we're going to give a proper spoiler warning for this story because Rampage doesn't air until tomorrow. Yes. So if you don't want to ha- know what happened there and the feud AW started, here's your chance to skip, 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 skip. Timestamps. Okay, feud. New feud. Real life heat. Yep. Wow. Santana and Ortiz, they're feuding. Mike Santana and Ortiz Ortiz. They're gonna have a fight. <laughs> they're gonna have a wrestling match, presumably. Uh, this is a whole ass saga. Ooh. But on uh, on Rampage, uh, Santana, who, who's been doing this these promos, great promos every week, where he's like, I'm going solo, this is me, I'm doing my thing now. Uh, he wrestled Boulder of the Iron Savages, oh, my new it. favorite tag team, yeah. uh, apart from Butcher and the Blade, always. And the uh, Outrunners. And the Outrunners. Yeah, it's a top three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> top, number one is not debatable, but no. number two and three, they yeah. swap. Um, they wrestled on Rampage. Santana won, he beat Boulder. Afterwards, him and Ortiz had a stare down Ooh. on the ramp. This of course follows some spicy social media interactions <laughs> between them last week or the week before, whenever the heck it was. I'm not gonna read those tweets, um, but Santana has since deleted his response to Ortiz, which I thought was quite interesting. But when they made those tweets, I think a lot of people, myself included, were like, ah, these boys are cooking something up. And they are, they are cooking something up. Fightful Select uh, coming through, noting, that even for Santana and Ortiz no longer see eye to eye, which has been covered extensively, mm-hmm. including on this channel. Uh, they agreed to team together for Stadium Stampede, which they did a bunch of double team moves in that yeah. match. I was watching that match thinking, are my boys back? Yeah. Evidently not. Uh, and they also agreed to work together in a singles feud. So, two gentlemen, clearly willing, put their personal differences aside for the betterment of the business. If only we had more of that uh, in recent times. Life might be easier. Um, but yeah. The content game would be harder. Uh, oh God, yeah, it, would. it certainly would. <laughs> Santana and Ortiz, they, they, they had a falling out a while ago. Yeah. We've, we've talked about these reports over and over. The reasons never really come out. I mean, Conan has claimed that it's due, obviously it's one man's claim, there's mm-hmm. not been any independent factors in all of this, but he noted, the, the, there was booking disagreements that Santana wasn't really happy with Santana Ortiz's spot in the company. Ortiz was more like on the more positive side or like happier with it, I guess. And they, they, they had their situation. You can never tell people who've had deep rooted personal issues to just make up. That's not how it works, but it's good to see them like able to collaborate on screen. Two professionals, yeah. man. professional guys. And you and I do have a bit of a soft spot for, you actually don't really like each other in real life. I actually quite enjoy watching you I two. Like, I like watching that Blending stuff. that into wrestling. Yeah. Look, like you say, we all saw what happened on social media with Santana being like, here we go, I'm doing my single stuff. And Ortiz being like, oh, 
Screw me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what happens here. I'm also, yeah, I hope that they can prove, because there was a lot of pessimists being like, the moment Santana and Ortiz were like, we're not going to be together and we're going to go and do single stuff. They were like, it's not going to work if they're not a tag team. But I think the best way to launch both of their singles careers is by feuding with each other. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm, I'm going to watch this back on, on Rampage on Friday. Saw these two men walking around in London while we were in outside Wembley yeah. Stadium. While we were in there for, the day before All In, we were down filming some content. In person, did, I didn't bother them because they were spending time with fans and just enjoying yeah. their, their their trip and stuff. So I didn't go over to them or anything. Literally, two of the coolest people in the world. Yeah. Like in person, when you're like over there from them, just incredibly cool, radiating guys yeah, in good aura. Yeah. yeah, in completely different ways as well. And the thing about this Mike Santana singles run in particular, he can talk. This, that boy can talk. If they give him a chance, this is going to be great. Yeah, really excited to see what happens next with this. Right, let's move on to our fourth story. We have our lanes here at What Culture. Andy covers the bald stuff. I cover the ginger stuff. Let's talk about Seamus. His contract is apparently set to expire next year. Early next year? Well, early next year if you count the first quarter slash the first half of 2024. Fightful Select, yeah, reporting this. Um, although, of course, could be clauses, as we often say with this sort of thing, from WWE uh, in his contract to allow WWE to extend that deadline. He's going to turn 46 next year. He's won basically everything in WWE other than the IC title, of course. And uh, Fightful actually noting on top of this that numerous stars have their contracts coming up next year after signing several people to five-year contracts back in 2019. I can't figure out why that year might have been significant for them. Uh, Fightful mentioning Becky Lynch and Drew McIntyre as two examples. I love Sheamus. He's yeah. great, isn't he? He's, Sheamus is legitimately one of my favourite WWE wrestlers ever, I think. He's a big bruiser, mm. uh, and I appreciate that. Very underrated for most of his time. Now people really appreciate him, which yeah. I like, which is great. Um, I think this is the year everything changes for WWE and contracts, you know. With the Endeavour takeover, if you look at the signs and you look at the way they've handled like UFC contract renewals, mm -hmm. you look at people like Francis Ngannou leaving the company, yeah. like major stars um, at the height of their power, uh, and even the way they've treated people like Randy Couture, who was cut loose early. And obviously Randy wasn't fighting at the time, um, but you know, nostalgic like f company favorite, not too dissimilar to Sheamus. No. Big company favorite. Legend, big, yeah. Big Triple H favorite as well. They cut him loose too. So I think this is going to be a situation going forward where WWE, if Sheamus goes in and says, this is just an example, I want $5 million. WWE go, you're getting $3 million. Sheamus goes, Four. Yeah. WWE go buy. I can see that happening with yeah. a lot of people going forward. Now, I would hope that doesn't happen because I love Sheamus. I don't want to see him getting stiffed no. by the man. Um, but Endeavor, pretty damn stingy. Uh, and I could see it going that way. I don't think the the era of, of people being able to score massive money uh, off of these companies and playing them over, I don't know how long that's, that's, yeah. that is for this world. So we'll see how it goes. We've seen it with Edge. We've yeah. seen it with Edge. Yeah, but it can be very interesting going forward. Like I say, Becky Lynch, Drew McIntyre also mentioned there. You would assume one, if not both of those guys, will probably stay with WWE. But yeah, in the next 12 months, we could see a lot of people switching yeah. sides. We've already seen it with, with Jay Cargill, of course, recently. And yeah, like you say, speculation about Edge. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of tweets that you probably shouldn't believe doing the rounds. 100%, like always. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right, let's move on to your questions. As we mentioned yesterday, taking them this week from the YouTube community page. So if you're thinking, oh, bloody hell, didn't ask one. There's still time for tomorrow's questions. We'll stay, still take them to the thread that's on our YouTube community page right now. First question today comes from TX Hinkley, who says, mm. if you were a movie studio casting a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, oh, go good. Okay. Uh, but you could only cast 
AEW and WWE superstars, who would you cast as the fourth oh, titular turtle? I was going to say the Toxic Turtles. Yeah, and Jim Cornette was a turtle once as well, wasn't he? <laughs> Jesus, killing the business. Um, wow, okay. So, was Seamus not in a turtle movie recently? He was, yeah, wasn't he? Like Bebop and Rocksteady, Bebop, maybe? Uh, someone like that. One of them, yeah, obviously, yeah. not both. Yeah, all right, who have we got? Who have we got? Who have we got? Well, if you want a movie star in a movie, can I suggest immediately Tony Storm? Boom, there you go. She fits the character. And you know, and then she could say Raphael's famous phrase, I'm gonna slap your tits off. There you go. <laughs> Raphael always said that. Um, I don't know, man, who would be a good turtle? Who's got a shell? Who wear, <laughs> Who has got a shell? For some reason, John Silver feels like he fits into this. Yeah, he's got the energy for it. Uh, that's good. He's got the energy for it. Uh, the, the great Kabuki, because I've seen him use various bits of weaponry in the past. I think he'd fit in well. There you go, that's free. Mm -hmm. And uh, Roman Reigns, because he deserves an Oscar for his brilliant work with the Bloodline. There you go, there you go. Is that a That turtle? is quite the mix. So, Roman, Great Kabuki, John Silver, Tony Storm. I got, uh, not a turtle, but I got two more. Go on. Krang, Shibata, obviously. He's had his brain taken out and put in a thing. Uh, and and, and uh, Splinter has got to be Ryback, because he's a rat. <laughs> also, Tugboat. We wanted to cast Tugboat. Yeah, get the Tugger in there somehow. Tuggerelli. Uh, Martin Brophy, 6898, says, Good morning, guys. Who do you think should be inducted into this year's Hall of Fame? Or next, oh, year, next year's, I suppose. Golly, Batista. Batista, it's yeah. He's cancelled like nine times. Just get him in. Get him in. Yeah, of course it was. It was like, it's going to be uh, it was like <laughs> yeah. pandemic time. Yeah. yeah. And then like last year as well, or this year, there was some speculation. Get him in, man. He's the best. You should watch the, the video he made with uh, We Rate Dogs as well. Did you make a video with Wee Ray Dogs? It's the most wholesome thing of all time. Oh, it's just wow. Dave explaining how much he loves his dogs. It's so nice. Especially the things you should go and watch. Go check out Maven's YouTube channel. He's doing some great work on Stevie there. Stevie Richards as well. Yes! Boom! Attitude era. Um, Ruthless aggression. Not to, not to bring through. the mood down too much, but I would really like Bray Wyatt and Brody Lee to go in. Yes. It feels like a, the perfect time. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bray Wyatt, definitely. Like, I mean, obviously, you'll you'll get cynics and... and, and going, oh, they're cashing in and all this stuff and whatever, whatever. It's just a nice thing to do to honor uh, a much missed and beloved guy. Yeah, no, another way to, to bump that merch that they are giving all the money to, to Bray Wyatt's family as there well. You go. I think there it'd be go. fantastic for both of those guys. Um, I was surprised Luke Harper hasn't gone in already, to be perfectly honest. And to bring the mood slightly back up, put bloody Victoria in the Hall of Fame. I say it every year, what are we waiting for? Can't, can't argue. Final question comes from Peckin Pizarro. All right. <laughs> right. Hello. First of all, congrats to Wilbur on joining the Dad Club. Thank you very much, Peckin Pizarro. I have got two. I've realised I wore this shirt on Monday. I've got two because I bought one for myself and you guys bought me one. People, I don't just, I'm not just a stinky bastard. Man, people are obsessed with this stuff. Like, I wear this sweatshirt like three days a week when it's cold. But I've got like a t-shirt underneath, obviously. I'm yeah. not a total mate. Let's do a test. Amazing. I just like a summer meadow. And you, I get like at least one person a week going, why doesn't Andy wear more clothes? Leave me alone. Topless news coming your way very soon, clearly. Nobody needs that. Nope. We d I think I did that once and uh, it didn't go down well. Yeah, not on my watch. Uh, for Andy, <laughs> what oh yeah, so for Andy, what advice do you have for those of us out there getting close to joining the bald community? My hair is getting worse. I'm considering beating it to the punch uh, and just shaving it all off, but I'm a bit nervous. Do it, just do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it right now. Stop I guarantee, not to, not to be a git, but if you're <laughs> thinking, oh, that hair's looking a bit ropey, do it. your friends and family are like, oh, he's fighting that fight, isn't he? Yeah, this Just is it. Just embrace it, you always say, don't you? This is it. 
it's it's one of those things where if if this is costing you energy and this is something you worry about and this is something that eats away at your happiness and it causes you anxiety and stuff it's not worth it it's not worth living through that even if it's just a minute a day so it's a big step because you never know how you're going to look when you shave it off uh for me i think i look a lot better than i did with I, hair. I agree uh but You've just got to do it. It will be the most freeing thing in the world. You'll have a weird couple of days where you have to see people you know and they're like, you got to do, do it for a wedding, you told Yeah, me. I was going to uh, California for a wedding and I was like, well, I'm not going to California combing my hair over, wearing a hat so it doesn't blow around it. Hell no, I'm shaving this off. So I turned up for like literally the night before, turned up to get the flight and my two best mates were like, what? I was like, well, here we are. Yeah. Showed up for the wedding, all that. Shout out to Ian Indiana, 10 years married. That's incredible. Wow. Love those people. They're just the best. Do it yourself or ask a barber to do it for the first go? I did it myself. It was therapeutic. Okay. It was therapeutic. I got the clippers. I went, bzz, so nice. Like, it was freeing. Moisturize? Yeah, always moisturize. You got to moisturize. You don't have to buy shampoo anymore. Just use shower gel. But moisturize afterwards, like a little... Uh, you don't need to use expensive-ass moisturizer. Just get like a bulldog, little four-pound, boom, 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 okay. boom, boom. Just look after it. Do it, please. You will feel much better. You can free yourself of this anxiety. It's not worth living with preventable things that drag you down. Got a question here from uh, an A. Wilborn, finally. Uh, I'm heading that direction. I'm thinking about getting hair plugs. What do you think about that, Andy Murray? Uh, you're dead to me. No excuse. No excuse. Join right. the community. We are loving. We are passionate. We are... Embrace it. Ryback's not in it. He's not allowed. And do you know what? They've got no excuse to do. You've got no excuse if you don't click on this video. Video's over. Bye. <laughs> Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week, we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts.